0: Hey there, it's Andrea Seidel here. I just wanted to let you know that today is a really special episode because my co-author friend, Aubrey Henderson, and myself have launched a book called Breaking Up with People Pleasing. And we are so thrilled and excited because we are going to do a six-part podcast series that really helps you dig into this idea of breaking up with people pleasing. Now you want to hear our, our tagline or our subtitle It's called it's basically saying, is that okay? (laughs) It's like you're asking permission to break up with people pleasing. So this book is a manual for ditching the exhaustion of people pleasing and falling in love with yourself. So through this podcast, I thought that it would be so wonderful just to share with you the elements of the book that might be wonderful takeaways for you. Because I know when you love someone with an addiction, and for me, what it was is I literally lost myself. I was putting the needs of someone... Else above my own to the point of breakdown, depression, anxiety, and just sheer exhaustion. So I thought this would be a wonderful series to bring to you this community, the SYKM community, because oh my gosh, let's face it, that it is exhausting, it is depleting, and sometimes we are in that people pleasing mode. So through this six part series, Aubrey and I are going to walk you through, you know, what it's like, like what is people pleasing and And why do we as a humanity tend to people please and then also why do we specifically ourselves people please and then we're also going to talk about basically like how do we stop people pleasing how do we turn that self care back onto ourselves how do we please ourselves and then we talk about how do we thrive in relationships so this is going to be a wonderful six part series of course if something sparks your interest I always recommend purchasing the book and supporting us, the authors, and also you'll get a lot more content that way. But we wanted to give you a wonderful gift in the next, you know, six series, six episodes, so that you can benefit from the learning. So thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy um, the content. I know you're going to love Aubrey. And here we go.
1: Hello, hello, everyone. We are so excited uh, to be here and share this really exciting new book with you. I am Aubrey Henderson. I am a self-worth coach, now author, which is the first time I'm saying that, which is pretty, (laughs) pretty rad. Um, And I am here with my friend, Andrea. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Andrea
0: Seidel. And we authored this book together because we are recovering people pleasers. So we are so thrilled to share all the wonderful nuggets. We've Oh, we just put our heart into this book. So we're so thrilled to provide you with this wonderful six-part series, which is basically little nuggets from our book, but lots of wonderful things that you can use right away in your life if you kind of identify as a people pleaser.
1: Yes, yes. And we are gonna dive into, you know, some tidbits from the book and just kind of what what we cover throughout the book. So if if you like what you hear, obviously in... The show notes will include the info about where you can get your own copy of the book. Again, it's called Breaking Up With People-Pleasing. And yeah, we hope that you enjoy what we're sharing. Aubrey, you have to include that subtitle. (laughs) Yes, Breaking Up With People-Pleasing. Is that okay? Can I can I have your permission to break up with people (laughs) pleasers? Is that okay with you? (laughs) Oh my goodness. And I mean, it's you already mentioned it, Andrea, but it's worth saying that, you know, for us, we we both really just strongly identify with, you know, kind of the the struggle and the challenges. And also, I will say, some of the, some of the delights and joys of being a people pleaser and some of the, you know, there's a lot about it that's lighthearted. There's a lot to joke about and that's funny and silly. And also, you know, being a people pleaser is a a rough journey at times. And it's something that, you know, you and I felt called to write this book because we both have had our own kind of personal journey with that and want to help others who are struggling with some of the same things.
0: Exactly. So if you are tuning in and you're listening to this episode, this is the first one of a six part series. So you might want to go back like, you know, to the first one, if you happen to tune in at the sixth one, you might want to because we will progress. And we're going to talk about lots of things here, like, basically, what is people pleasing? And why do we people please? Why do I people please like specifically you yourself? And Mm -hmm. then how do you stop people pleasing? Right? And how can you then please yourself? This is huge huge and then how do you thrive in relationships? We're gonna go through all of that in the next six series of this podcast
1: series. and I'm so excited. So let's get started. Yay. Let's do it. Let's do it. So you know, like like any story we start at the beginning. Um, <laughs> and I mean, we can share a little bit, you know, obviously we begin with an introduction here about, you know, why we wrote this book in the first place, why, why this is important, why a book like this deserves to exist. Um, So yeah, I mean, this all started, by the way, with Andrea sending me a message on Instagram, right? Like that's, (laughs) you sent me a DM on Instagram yes, (laughs) to be like, hey, have you ever thought about writing a book? Because you know, Andrea, you have written many books. Mm -hmm. This is not your first book like it is for me. And so you know, but this was something that you had been wanting to write a book about. And so you had reached out to me specifically because I, you know, in my work as a self-worth coach, this is something that this is a topic I talk about all the time, um, with my clients in the content that I create, um, you know, in my podcast. And so you had reached out to me saying like, Hey, this is a book I want to write. And actually, I think it was that you <laughs> the breaking up with people pleasing was a title you were kind of kicking around in your mind And that was a phrase that I had, I think, in my Instagram bio. So it was a little bit like the universe saying, hey, you two should meet each other. You
0: two need to bring this to the world
1: because you both are recovering people pleasers. (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's right. And so, you know, in, in the introduction, we do talk a little bit about that and a little bit about why, you know, why this is so important and that, you know. For for folks who might pick up this book, or if you're listening to this podcast, whether that's because you already follow my podcast or Andrea's podcast or because you searched people pleasing in some podcast app looking for help with this, you know, there are there are lots of ways that people pleasing can show up. And, you know, whatever that is for you, you are listening to this for a reason. You've picked up this book for a reason. And so, you know, ultimately, we want to take you on a journey. And so, you know, the first place that we start, we kind of structured our book like a journey in that way, where we start with something that I think is so important. I tell a lot of my coaching clients this, I imagine you do the same, Andrea, is that self-awareness is like the number one first step, is being able to have awareness of what is going on with you and why it's an issue in the first place. So that self-awareness is key. And that's kind of where we chose to begin in the first couple chapters of our book is to focus on self-awareness.
0: Yes, so let's jump into... Basically, what is people pleasing? We want to gain a clear understanding of people pleasing, what it is, because sometimes, like, how, why? You know, people pleasing, that that it's not that bad, right? We're pleasing other people. So, like in the beginning, you're kind of in denial, right? So, and you're thinking, how can people pleasing actually be a negative thing? And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a clear understanding of what people pleasing actually is, um, and when it could it could when it could be damaging. Um, mm-hmm. so we're also going to talk about being able to identify identify and recognize people pleasing behaviors. So if you're kind of on the fence, you identify as a people pleaser, you kind of caught your attention, it made you laugh, like, you know, is that okay? Like, you know, um, we're going to really identify and recognize the behaviors of people pleasing. We want to learn the difference too between caring and people pleasing, because that's totally different. You can still be a caring, wonderful person. You know, person, um, but people pleasing is a little bit different, and we'll talk about that that nuance as well. And then also recognizing the harmful side effects of people pleasing, and where it can, you know, start to eat into our lives and make us, you know, you know, affect us in, in a,
1: on a in a negative way. So we'll talk about that. So you ready? Let's do it. What is we'll people pleasing? <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, and I mean, of course, as with all of this, right? We'll do it. We're going to do a little overview rather than read directly from you know the book because if, if this calls to you, again, we hope that you will pick up a copy yourself. But you know, people pleasing really, and you talk about that difference, Andrea, between people pleasing and caring about others. And when I work with clients that I do have a lot of people from the start who will say, like I don't want to be a people pleaser anymore, but I don't want you to make me mean. Like, please don't, like, I don't want to stop being kind. I don't, you know, and people pleasing isn't about taking away kind of those, those characteristics of kindness or, or nurturing even, or, you know, traits that are actually arguably really lovely to have. People pleasing is really when we have the urge to put others' needs above our own. Right When we are caring for others at the expense of our own needs, our own happiness, our own well-being. And so that's where you know people pleasing is, can feel like kind of a broad term or what does that actually mean? And I think the way you see that showing up in your life is when when it's no longer just about, yeah, I want to make sure the people around me are happy and that's a good thing, and I'm a kind, caring person. But when you're actually deprioritizing yourself consistently and you lose touch with what's important to you and what matters to you, in service of, you know, prioritizing the needs of others. I think that's if I had to define it, that would be yes. the definition.
0: I remember one time Googling because I was so depleted caring for, I had an addicted loved one. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember being so depleted and so drained because all his needs became, you know, my, my concern and my life revolved around trying to save him essentially. And I remember feeling so depleted and, and what it was is that I was trying to help him, I was altering my own behaviors for the sake of someone else and someone else's feelings and desires and needs that I actually forgot about my own and I was so down and depleted. And, you know, so that, so you can see that nuance of, you know, when people, when we're referring to people pleasing, we are really trying and if you can identify, if you are identifying with the people pleaser and it's exhausting you and we're gonna get into all that, then we know that it, you know, it's gotten to a point where it's it's not that effective. So I know like being a people isn't all bad, right? Like it shows that you're a caring person, you know, who values social connections, you value other people, you enjoy making other people happy. So it's not inherently I- negative, right? Because it is, we have these tendencies to make other people feel good and to create a nice space for other people. And, you know, you have a caring concern for others. So, that's part of having a relationship is to be caring and kind and all those things. So, um, it's amazing how though, when we neglect our own needs or our own wants, um, you know, and we put other people's needs above our own, that's when it
1: becomes a little bit of a, a, a big problem, actually. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I think, you know, that can show up in a lot of ways, right? Like that's, you give the example of, you know, loving someone with an addiction and you know, that that can, it can mean ma- having to alter your life or make choices in your life to prioritize the needs of the other person to the point that we get depleted and even resentful without necessarily realizing it. I also think people pleasing can look like not showing up as your authentic self and not being willing to be yourself and express who you are because you're worried about how other people will react, right? And that might not necessarily only show up in a close, intimate relationship. That could be not feeling like you can express an opinion in a social setting. That might feel like not not wanting to create conflict by, you know, saying you don't like the place that the other person wants to go have lunch, right? It can show up in much smaller ways, but still are those moments when there is the thought process of my opinion matters less, or me being who I want to be is not worth making someone else upset or uncomfortable. And then you end up at that restaurant that you don't like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and exactly. Then you're all upset because you're like, what? I wanted the other restaurant.
0: Yeah, uh, exactly. So- Yeah. So if you're, you know, if you're thinking in your head, like, Hmm, I'm wondering if I am actually a people pleaser or am I, you know, like, let's look at that a little bit further. Like you, like, how do we know, like, are you a people pleaser? Right. Like you asked that question, but thankfully there's common habits that people pleasers have. Mm -hmm. And, um, and maybe, you know, so we'll go through some of these statements that you might be experiencing. You might catch yourself, like you might struggle to say no. Um, people have a tendency to take it advantage of your kindness or your generosity. Um, you become emotionally dependent in your relationships. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, what are some other ones, Aubrey? Yeah. So, you know, like we talked about craving affirmation and approval from others and having that be sort of one of the most important things in your life. You, you know, trying to make everyone else happy, um, putting yourself in other people's shoes rather than thinking about what's best for you. Right. Um, assuming the best about others, but the worst about yourself. Yes, I do that one a lot. It's a big one. Me too. Um, I talk about this one a lot, uh, finding self-worth only outside of yourself and not from within. So our self-worth being defined by what we can do for other people and how happy we can make others and how much others like us, rather than being able to source that self-worth from within, um, you know, suppressing our emotion, not feeling like we can actually fully feel and express, Um, and, you know, allow ourselves to be in our own emotion because we're focused on other people's emotions, right? Mm. Yeah.
0: And sometimes I I also notice too, is sometimes um, when you're people pleasing, you you, you take pride in the sacrifice that you make for other people's needs almost. And like, it's embarrassing for me to admit that, but it's almost like, I like I look what I did for you like Mm -hmm. I bought you you know vaporizers I bought you you know special nasal mists for your quote-unquote stuffed up nose Mm. (laughs) and now we know he was putting something else up his nose but Mm -hmm. anyway so it's like it's you know you almost sometimes you 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 I don't know how to put it like it's like you 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 also value your the level of the the people pleasing that you have it's like you know yes. and then suddenly you feel like how dare you like i
1: care for you so much like yes yeah it's building up it's it's sort of there's two pieces to that right you're finding your identity in how much you care for others. And that's where you're sourcing your value is look at all the things that I do because I'm so kind and I'm so selfless. But then on the other side of that, you find yourself feeling resentful because often, you know, when, when we're, when we're people pleasing, you know, we don't often feel like we're getting the sort of recognition we want for that. Right. And I think like, to your point, many of us don't, want to admit that there is any desire for recognition for what we're doing, which we talk about that in later chapters. But, you know, when we don't get that recognition, when we don't feel appreciated, then what ends up happening is we, we grow resentful and there is anger that is built up and really has nowhere to go because again, we struggle with suppressing our emotion and not being able to name those for fear of conflict. And it just is a vicious cycle that ends up eating away mostly at us.
0: Yes. And the other piece of it too, is you might have a hard time setting boundaries. Um, people mm-hmm. cross your boundaries numerous times and, um, or you just, you feel, sometimes you just feel so shattered and broken, you know, when someone criticizes you or when, you know, someone does cross your boundaries, but yet you're not reinforcing them. And yeah. So yes, there's so many things and like
1: how it would show up. Yes, absolutely. I'm curious, um, Andrea, and I know too, this is a this is a topic you you have written more than one book on this kind of general theme, right? Um, how would you differentiate or how is people pleasing related to codependency? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, we have a whole section on
0: relationships and codependency and how to please yourself. And, um, that is such a great question. Now I used to hate the word codependent because I'd be like, what? Like, you know, like it kind of offended me. Like I like, I'm not depending on someone else. It's Mm. like, you know what I mean? It's like, so I didn't Mm -hmm. like the term actually, and it sort of brings up a victim mentality. So when I think about codependency, I look at it more from the perspective of, you're showing up because you love someone and you're showing up in a way that you, anyone would show up. So I, I can talk, speak to it in the addiction world. Right. So mm-hmm. um, I loved the person that was in my life that had an addiction and his life became my life. So all, I was so concerned about him, his behavior and his, illness and his, you know, symptoms and everything he was going through became my life that mm-hmm. I literally stopped thinking. So I literally felt like I needed to save him. So I made my job all about him, but okay. I, I, I neglected myself. I didn't even realize that I needed saving. I needed to put like, you know, the, the focus to me. So what, what, so what happens is you end up people pleasing is basically like a cousin to like, you know, codependency. It's like, literally you're trying to do your best to Mm -hmm. save someone else or help someone else at the neglect of your own needs so codependency really is uh, in my opinion like it's really closely related like I was pleasing him at the detriment Mm -hmm. of myself and making my whole world about him I became dependent on him and all his needs and neglected myself and uh, you Mm know we'll get into more detail about codependency later too but I love that you brought that up because it's such a yeah, it's such a word that, you know, is used and thrown around a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think and what you shared is so so helpful and I think too I think of people pleasing as being like codependency to me feels like something that definitely is related and also is a is feels more specific to like very close relationships whereas I feel like people pleasing can show up literally kind of across the board. You can be a people pleaser with like a person who cuts you in line at starbucks yes right and you don't say anything because you don't want to create conflict right whereas that's codependency requires a little more kind of depth of relationship but I think like you said they certainly are related and that is something that like you mentioned we cover in the book as well but you know there is this whole first chapter really is just to lay the groundwork of defining what people pleasing is and throughout the whole book we have you know, these exercises where, you know, you, you, can actually stop and reflect, there are reflection mm-hmm. questions. Yes. And lots of these moments that I really love to kind of like check in and apply the concepts to yourself, um, which makes it less of, you know, sort of an academic exercise of just reading a book about something and really pausing to say, you know, how does this apply to me? What are you know, what are the themes here that I'm recognizing that I see in myself?
0: Yeah, I love that. And we really wanted that to be in our book because I mean sometimes you just got to sit down and journal and just be honest and self-awareness is like we said, the first part, right? You got to name it to tame it. That's so right. let's talk a little bit about the potential downsides of being downside rather of being a people pleaser. Because you know, at first a lot of people think, you know, what's wrong with that? Like you're a people pleaser. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with <laughs> making others comfortable and taken care of, right? So maybe we should talk a little bit about that, the side effects of people-pleasing that may be a little bit more
1: negative. Totally, totally. And some of these we started to mention too, right? But just this this idea of overwhelm, like you mentioned, Andrea, kind of a moment of Googling like- How not to care. Feeling depleted, you know? (laughs) What? I literally Googled how not to care. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yes. But like that comes from this place of feeling- so exhausted and so depleted that you're like, oh my God, please, if I could just not care. Right. <laughs> and I've I've had and I've had people say that to me too, like, how do I stop caring what like what other people think of me or you know, what other people need from me? And so I think there is that feeling of of overwhelm. It's that we we are overwhelmed with the needs of others. And what is being, what we feel is being asked of us or what we're asking of ourselves. And so, you know, we we feel exhausted. We, you know, we're harboring resentment from that because whether or not we want to admit it, there is some part of us that, that wants recognition for that, right, you know, or that at least feels like it might be made better if somebody could recognize how hard we're working or how much we're investing. Um, you yeah, know, you, you have might- So
0: many responsibilities and there's so much pressure yes. when you're constantly trying to please everyone around you.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. There's, yeah. And there's guilt and shame that we can feel with this too. Like, why can't I just let this go? I mean, especially if you have people in your life who are not people pleasers and who don't struggle with this, which it's funny. I feel like I have a lot of people around me who also either struggle with this actively or have before, but I also, you know, i professionally my background is in in counseling and so that's a lot of folks who find themselves in that world may also be people who are naturally inclined toward this but you know if you ever meet somebody who doesn't struggle with this there's kind of like a jealousy moment i think for a lot of people it's like how do you wait how do you just move through the world, like doing what feels good to you and not oh. getting so consumed in other people? Like, what is that like? I love that you brought that
0: up. Cause I have, I, I work for a lady in New York and she's phenomenal. I love her. Amelia Givitaskia. She's like, she's an inspiration and she's in the positive psychology world as well. And she's the founder of the flourishing center. Anyway, I went to meet her in uh, New York at one point where we it was having, you know, meetings and things like that. And I remember at one point, she's like, you know what? I feel like lobster, lobster and salad. That's what I want for dinner. Anyone does, does anyone else want lobster? Like she literally like, you know, she just knows what she wants and she she, like, but she does it in such a loving way. She considers everybody else, but she also knows how to get her own needs met. And it was just so, you know, commendable. And just so like, Mm -hmm. I had, like you said, I had that moment. I was like, how
1: do you do that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And I hear that and I'm immediately like boundaries. boundaries. (laughs) Boundaries, That's how, but that's of course, yes, we'll get to that. But, um, but all that to say, you know, there's, there is, you know, I, I immediately look down at the book and I see doing things you don't really want to be doing, right? Like we talked about the idea of someone suggests something that you go somewhere for lunch. And if you're, you know, you don't want to cause conflict or you don't want to upset them, you might go along with it, but then end up, you know, eating something that makes you, you know, not happy or that you're not, not excited about. And I think the, the food example is more of like a lighthearted one, I guess, but this leads to a lot of things in life, us making decisions that aren't the ones that we really want to make or not pursuing the things we really want to pursue in ways that can have much larger consequences because all because we are not prioritizing ourselves and our own needs and we're prioritizing others instead, which can be a really rough consequence of people pleasing for sure.
0: Yeah, and and of course, we want to be clear that, you know, wanting to take care of others and being kind is a beautiful thing and a beautiful approach to life. And, you know, your heart is in the right place, but we want to also, and I should say and, not but, we want to make sure that people pleasing is not doing harm. We want to make sure that it's not at the expense of your own well-being. And that's what this book is for. And that is, it's looking at that shadow side of people pleasing um, for you so that you can, you know, take back your power so you can um, understand what's going on and feel more empowered. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the the, the close family, as you talked about to people pleasing, right? Codependency, the caretaker, enabler, doormat, pushover, control freak.
1: (laughs) Yes. And it's, and that all, I mean, that goes to show you there are as many different types of people pleaser as there are different types of human, right? It expresses itself in all different kinds of ways. It might come out for you, as, you know, feeling like you need to have control over the people around you and how they feel and making sure everyone's okay. It might look like you say yes to anything that anyone ever wants you to do, right? It can look like you having struggles with this, particularly in your intimate relationships. And so that's really what we try to cover here in the first chapter is really just to make sure that, you know, you, you understand what a people pleaser is that you understand that, you know, it's not necessarily all bad. This book is not, you know, an indictment on you're a terrible person if you're a people pleaser. And it's not saying that it's, it's a negative thing to care about others or to make an effort to make sure that other people are okay. But it's to say that people pleasing can have really harmful side effects if you're not, you know, aware of it, if you're not mindful of it, and if you're not, you know, using skills to cope with it. And then, you know, we really want to describe the different types of symptoms of people pleasing, the different side effects, right? What it might look like and give you tons of examples in this first chapter, just so you can assess, hmm, some of these do sound like me. Wow, interesting. Yeah. And really get a sense of how this is showing up in your life, because then you can recognize, oh, you know, these are these are the harmful side effects I'm experiencing. And the reason why I picked up this book in the first place and the reason why I want to build the skills to... Move forward differently in my life.
0: Mm, so true. Yes. And then, and recognizing that, you know what, if you're neglecting or disregarding your own needs to prioritize the needs of others, and you just, you know, and you're exhausted and maybe resentful at this point, this is what we're here for. So we're here to help you, support you. That's our introduction here, just to kind of knowing what people pleasing is. Um, So in our next episode, we're so excited because we're going to talk about why do we people please? So why do we do it? If we know that maybe it has a negative effect, we want to find out like, why am I doing this? Why do I people please? So knowing why, I always say if we know the why, it's really important. It's great for self-awareness. So we're going to keep on that self-awareness track and we're going to talk about why do we people please? So thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be right back. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you want additional support, you can head on over to my website at com where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone going through this struggle so that we can all work together to take back our lives and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes every single week so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.